1: Get 80% off your impression
0: kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: All right, no problem.
0: Right. Hey, what's going on, Keon? What's up, man? sue man, trying to get over this loss, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. It happens, man. It's all good. Better have one <laughs> earlier than late.
0: I hear that. That's true.
2: What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined today with my boy Al G in the house. What's going on, Al G? What's up, what's up? Oh, man, not much, man. You know, just trying to keep hope alive. Keep
0: hope alive,
2: that's right. (laughs) Exactly, man. But, hey, (laughs) I haven't given up faith. I haven't given up my faith yet. And uh, we're joined with a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. We have uh, a returning guest, Mr. Keon Carpenter, former uh, Dirty Bird Falcons. He's joining us in the house. How you doing, Keon? Man, I'm good.
1: Man, I'm good. No complaints, man.
2: Glad to be on again. Uh, cool. Glad to have you, man. And uh, well, before we get into what we you know, what happened yesterday, we want to, you know, check back with you, man, and see uh, what you what, what's been going on with you, man, since we talked last. You got some interesting things happening.
1: Uh, you know, just getting up, getting ready to gear up for the holidays. Uh, we got a Thanksgiving uh, drive that we're going to feed the homeless here in Baltimore. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to do uh, something for Christmas in Atlanta. You know, help help some, some, some families in need for Christmas in the, in the ATL. And nice. You know, just getting up for, for one of my best times of the year, man. It's always uh, good to help people, especially, you know, around the holidays, whether it's through food or, or gifts. So, it's, I'm, I'm always excited to put a smile on somebody's face. Oh
2: man, that's good. Oh, that's definitely good. So you're you're in Baltimore today?
1: Yeah, I actually just flew here yesterday. Okay, um, I'll be here for a few days, taking care of some business and, and seeing some family, and uh, you know, try like I said, trying to get things squared away for our our, our holiday drives coming
2: up. Okay, cool. And you, you, y'all doing that through the uh, the Carpenter House?
1: Yes, sir. Everything I do um, is through my nonprofit, you know, <clears throat> where it allows us to be able to serve people at the masses, man, and uh, just just be a blessing to folks on a daily basis.
2: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we definitely, you know, can't get enough of that, you know. We need that. Well, that's cool, man. Well, uh, also, Kian, um, want to talk to you a little bit. I know we talked to you last time, so, you know, most people have heard, you know, your, you know, we, our interview with you last time, but uh, we heard that you were um, here last weekend at the Redskins game, and the Falcons were having like an alumni uh, get together, a meeting, or something.
1: Well, yeah, they normally have an alumni weekend every year, okay? Where you know they invite us out with a guest, and I was able to bring my son. I brought my son the last couple years. Right. Um, he's only um, nine years old, so he wasn't able to see me play. Okay. Um, physically, but just to be able to have him, you know, meet a lot of my old teammates and, right, you know, have have them treat him like like a celebrity and just just have him experience those things, man, was a, a great feeling for me. And it was also great to be around the guys, yeah, you know, talking about old games and and things how we used to cut up in the A back in the day. <laughs> so it's always good to get up, and it's always good to be around when they win. So right. you know, it was it was all around a good weekend last weekend
0: oh man I can imagine your son at school you know with his bragging rights right now
1: <laughs> well yeah you know he goes to a Christian school so he can't brag too much in there but you know, the you might have heard us talking about <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly I was
2: wondering about that I was like oh, one of them they kept it PG <laughs> yeah we gotta keep the people
1: you know a lot, a lot of us brought our kids around so right. you know we had to put them into another little section while we cut up a little bit you know? okay okay
2: Cool. Well, how was it hanging with some of the new guys, man? Like Julio and Vic Beasley and all those guys.
1: Well, I mean, it's always good to to, to be around uh, these guys, man. Who are you know currently carrying on the the tradition of being a, a Atlanta Falcon, and these guys have started off yeah on a great you know on a great start. So. You know, you know these guys are some, some some good guys, man. and Some great players, and you know some you know Julio is one of one of the most exciting players in the league to watch right now. So oh, yeah. it's always good to be surrounded by those guys, and it was good to see my man Roddy White. Oh, yeah. I was with Roddy when he came in as a rookie. You know, now to see him, you know, 10 plus years in the game at the at the pinnacle of his career, man. I'm just so proud of his growth mm-hmm. and his maturity uh, with the Falcons, man. So it's always good to catch up with guys. Mm, that's good.
2: Yeah, that's good, man. That, that's cool. And, you know, especially, you know, being able to, like, what the, what they want, you know, pointers from you guys. Like, you guys just talked to them about, you know, maybe giving some pointers of the way you guys did it compared to what they're doing now.
1: Well, it, I think it's a new era. You right. know, it's a new game. The game has changed since we played. Right. So, I don't, you know, I don't think, you know, necessarily they ask question about kind of what's done because how we did it. Then there's no way they could get away with it now because <laughs> you got social media. and yeah. the rules have changed. Oh, so man. you know you gotta kind of gotta adapt with the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. You know, talking about a guy like like Roddy, I mean, he came in that era. You know, back then, you know, where the game, you know, the game was still a lot more physical. You could get away with a lot more stuff. The locker room was a little bit more structured, with a lot of heavy, you know, veteran, you know, led teams. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little different. So. You know, he, he's able to kind of see how to... Now he's the older guy in the locker room.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? So things yeah. are a right, little,
2: little right. different now. It's, it's just a new era of football. Yeah. Right. I hear that. I hear that. What were you saying
0: now? what you had... No, I am just saying, I mean, like he was saying, you got to be able to adapt with change. And I think Roddy kind of transitioned over pretty well. So yeah. he's, uh, he's fitting in pretty good with these new systems they got coming up these days.
1: Oh Yeah, and he's still putting up numbers. So he's still playing at a high level. You know, I know he's a little frustrated mm-hmm. because hasn't been getting involved lately, but um mm-hmm. he's still playing at a high level. So, you know, a guy like that 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 can still put up numbers at his age, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh can is it, it, gonna be great for, for this organization. Cool, cool, yep. yeah.
2: I mean that that's very good. I mean that's very true, man, and also he's been a huge mentor for uh, Julio Jones. I think he's helped Julio Jones get into the to the uh the player that he is today, just by you know shadowing with uh, with Roddy and Roddy giving him tips and everything. Right.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Roddy's a former first round pick. Right. You know. um You know. I mean, he's been through everything. hmm So what? What a better guy to learn from him than a Pro Bowl guy? You know, a, a professional. You know, one of the one of the best. You know, at his prime was one of the best in the league. You know. So it's, it's great to be able to learn from a guy and have Roddy kind of pass Julio the torch yeah. and have him carry it on. I mean, Roddy's jersey, what he's done, should go up in the Raptors in, in, oh, in, yeah. in, in the dome or the new one oh, when yeah. they get it. I mean, he's, he's broken some records as receivers there. So yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great, you know, Julio is blessed to have a guy like him there to kind of show him the way. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, Keon, usually we'll, you know, we just roll through the games and like every week after the game, we talk about, you know, the good points, the bad points, and even some ugly points if we have some. And up until yesterday, it's been pretty much all good stuff for the most part. But uh, I think Mm -hmm. today, you know, after the game yesterday, you know, there's some things that I think, you know, were not so good, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, exactly. So what we do is like, we'll go around, you know, I'll say my good. The other guy say it's good and uh if you wanna you know jump in, if you have a good that you, you did see the game, right?
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. I watched it. Okay, cool, cool. And if you have a good, just you know, feel free to to put it out there. I'll start it off like my good for the game was Devontae Freeman of course. You know, being able to still break out and being such an explosive, explosive player like that. So This week, you know, Devontae Freeman hasn't let me down. He's becoming a a shining star, and it's good to see another shining star alongside Julio for the Falcons, so that's my good of the game.
0: Well, I'm going to actually piggyback off of that. I mean, uh, this guy has, uh, even though we struggled last night, but his game still still seemed to be at a high level, even, you know, despite the mishaps uh, through the game last night, so... Devontae Freeman, again, you know, I'm going to piggyback off the good on him because yeah, it don't seem like his game changed at all. I mean, he's still playing at a high level, whether he's we good or bad. So, Devontae, uh, you know, doing his thing, man. Proud of him. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Key- I think my, my good is going to be more towards the team. I think the way they fought back and didn't quit because, you know, they played horrible. You know, the Saints came and jumped out on them early to a 14 nothing lead. Right. You know, um, and, and they could have folded and just, you know, and just, you know, just shut it down. But, you know, they kept like, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. so no quit. And, you know, things like that, even in the loss, you can learn a lot from your team and, and the type of people that you have when you're in an adverse situation. So, you know, I, I give it to the team and, and, and their never quit type of attitude. I've been in them games before where right. it's gotten ugly early and folks kind of just shut it mm-hmm. down. Yeah. But those guys never quit, man. And and, and and things like that you can build from as you go into november and
0: december yeah and and i think a lot of that is fed off the coach too Uh, that coach doesn't give up you know he's got that kind of mentality so they feed off of that and uh, like you said you know they never quit i mean this coach don't quit whether they down or up so i think a lot of it's fed off of his mentality so you know you're right about that oh
2: definitely well al you you have absolutely al you have a bad Anything you can turn
0: out that was bad? Oh, man, the bad, the turnovers, man. I mean, the mishaps in the in the red zone. Uh, you know, we had a, a couple of hiccups there. You know, a couple of uh, turnovers, uh, like a Matt Ryan fumble. He had a uh, uh, Tevin Coleman fumble in the red zone. So yeah. just the turnover uh, issues that we had last night uh, is in my bad category tonight.
2: Okay. Well, I, I guess I'll say my bad. I mean, I was going to piggyback. I was going to focus mostly on Matt. It seems like Matt, you know, the last two weekends has just not been the same guy. You know, I don't know, you know, if whatever he's thinking about. or he, He's just probably having a bad game. I'm, he's still Matty Ice to me. But it seems like, the, the, you know, last weekend and especially last night, you know, I know there are a lot of other factors. But it just seems like something's going on with Matt uh, the way he's uh, uh having all these turnovers so that I'll have to put that as my bad
1: Uh, my bad would be special teams anytime you give up a block pump for a touchdown man you almost for certain 99.9% of the chance you're going to lose that football game Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, I I just think that you know in in that area you know you always got to be sound you got to be solid it's not a rep where you take off that you take that play off so you know that, that would be my bad I mean obviously you know Matt you know, Matt Ryan may, may not play great. Um, you know, and, you know, sometimes you just might have a bad game offensively right. and defensively, but mm-hmm. you got 60 some plays to kind of make it right. The special teams, you don't have that many plays. So when you're out there, you, you really got to lock in and focus in because you don't have 40 to 50 plays of special teams to gain that back. So I'm just hoping that, you know, that was just a mishap. Yeah, and you know the Falcons kind of kind of rebound from that uh, moving forward because now they're going to have to put that fire out. Oh yeah, because most folks going to start coming at them on that on that on that pump block team
0: now. Oh yeah, All right. Okay. All right, that's a good point. Oh yeah.
2: Well, I'll say an ugly, and uh, I was kind of going to piggyback off uh, piggyback off what you were saying, Keon. Um, the the special teams, but also I'm going to get an ugly just to. Since we're off, well, this is a Falcons uh, podcast, I'm just going to give it to New Orleans Saints <laughs> and that New Orleans crowd, man. Dude, whenever they're involved, it's just an ugly thing, man. So I'm giving my ugly just to the fan base you well, New I, Orleans. You, you,
0: you, you kind of took my ugly. I was just going to say, just losing to the Saints altogether, man. Like I yeah. was saying in earlier podcast, you know, I don't mind losing to any game, but other than to the Saints, so. Yeah. My ugly just losing to the Saints all together. I mean, just not a good feeling. You know, knowing how they fans are. You know, know you know how much you know trash they talk when they win against us. So, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, seeing it all over Facebook. So it's just my ugly just losing to them all together.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, being as though I've, I've been in those wars, you know, for a few years, man, five, four or five years. It was just uh, I would have to agree. I mean <laughs> that, that team is, is always a it's always personal. Yeah. You know when we played each other, you know so when you lose to them and they are a bad football team. Yeah. You know yeah. So when you lose yeah. to them, it just makes it even more obvious because I mean their oh, record, yes. you know, is terrible. And then they come off and kind of put that blemish on your on your record when you were undefeated and they and you got the one loss <laughs> right now to the Saints. Yeah, yeah that's pretty ugly.
0: Yeah, Keon, Keon, they let let Ben Watson beat us, man. (laughs) Ben
2: Watson.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Golly. That's pretty
2: bad, man. That's pretty bad, bro. It's bad, yeah. It is, man. I mean, mean, the guys definitely aren't happy about it. And, you know, some of the fan base here, they're not happy about it. But, uh, yeah, it's when 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 it gets the Saints like that, and like the Saints, like you guys are saying, they're having a bad year so far, but they will bring it when they play us. And if they if they don't win another freaking game this entire season, <laughs> they're gonna make sure they beat us. <laughs> try their best. Oh, yeah. I mean, every,
1: every time we get together with those guys, man, you can throw the records out the window. Oh Doesn't yeah. Matter. Yeah. You know, we we would line it up against some dudes in the dome at the parking lot on 85. It don't matter. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's how serious that rival is, but it, you know, it's great for the sport. Oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's always just great for the sport. You know, the guys have a mutually respect for one another, but in between them lines, man, oh, yeah. it's, it's ATL versus New York. You know, we, we got our city on our back, they got this, their city on their back. Yeah, it made the best team win.
0: <laughs> and what, what really hurt me the most, I mean, there's no Jimmy Graham, there's no Marcus Coast, there's no Darren Sproles I mean. That really put a dagger in me, man, because I wasn't expecting, uh, you know, this kind of turnout. You know, I expected a close game, but, you know.
2: And an injured Drew Brees. Yeah, not even 100% Drew yeah. Brees. So that's, oh, oh,
0: man. It hurts talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is, man, you know, they got a couple days off. You know, it'll sting, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm sure, you know, by the
1: time Monday hits, man, those guys will be on to the next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh,
0: yeah.
2: And you, and I hate to say this, but you do have to give a little credit to the uh, the Saints coaching staff, man, I mean, to come out and, and pretty much out coach uh, Dan Quinn, who seemed to be on a, on a good roll with 30 birds, man, I mean, you got to take your hat off to him a little bit, But I, even though I hate to.
1: Oh <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Look, they 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 got outplayed and they got outcoached. coached. Yeah. I mean, but that's why in the NFL is the best sport in the world, man. Because any given Sunday, Thursday, Monday, or whatever day they playing games on now, right. I mean, you can get beat. So yeah, you you know, you tip your hat to the to the to the staff. I think I think New Orleans played more like a desperate team because they really yeah. needed that win. Man. Yeah. You know, it just so happened that it had to be you know against the thousand.
2: No, that's true. Yeah, that they, they were they did play like a desperate team, and uh, but it is it's just I can't, hate to keep harping on it, but it is see like just watching them like spread our defense out, and Drew Brees sitting in the pocket all day long, and no one even coming close to him, and we got you know talented new uh, draft pick uh, by uh, Vic Beasley. And and Babado and all those guys, did they, they just couldn't reach this guy, man. For the most, I mean, I know they got in one or two sacks, but it's just incredible just to watch that, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, Drew Beans Drew gets a good—he does a good job of getting rid of the football. Yeah. You know, um, he's a veteran. He's been around so long. He's seen every mm-hmm. defensive look that you can probably, you know, throw at him. Right. So it's hard to tackle a guy like him and Peyton and, and, and Tom Brady. Those. Aaron uh, Rodgers, those guys will get rid of the football, man. So, yeah. you know, it, it's hard to stack those, those great quarterbacks. And, and, and I mean, they look, they had a great game plan. Yeah. But the good thing is you got to play them again. Right. You know, and they, they got to come to the Dome and hopefully we'll have a different outcome.
0: And you know what, Keon, I look back and I see the defenses with Carolina and Tampa Bay, who Tampa Bay actually the one who hurt Drew Brees. And I look at those guys with the game plan for the Saints and – I can't understand why we can really, can't, is he still on? Yeah, I'm just saying, just looking back at the the Tampa Bay and, and the Carolina defense and how they was able to get to Drew Brees. And like I said, Tampa Bay was actually able to injure Drew Brees. I'm just trying to see how we couldn't feed off of those films, you know. And Keon, you've been in the, in the film room. I mean, do those guys actually look at those games, on, on their game plan, on how they was able to get to Drew Brees? Yeah,
1: absolutely. We always look at, you know, um, the most recent teams that they play, um, because obviously sometimes they'll change up from week to week, right. and then we'll look at a bunch of cut ups from, you know, different down and distances, that in different looks that they've seen, you know, uh, from different defenses, and we also look mm-hmm. at what defenses have ran and been very effective against them. Right. Right. Um, so you know, and we we, we kind of look at we kind of look at all of that, but then at the end of the day, you still got to go out and play the game. And what what somebody else may do well, we may not do well. So you know, it all it all depends mm-hmm. on scheme and the personnel. And I just right. think that you know, like I said, uh, they they came out as a desperate team needing to win, and we just couldn't match that intensity at all.
2: Well, right, yeah, right, I agree. But you know, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out this out there. You know, it is New Orleans. It is the Saint. Man, I'm telling you, I think they had a little extra help. I'm telling you, there was some old witch doctor sitting in that stadium <laughs> with little dolls, putting pans on <laughs> You can't tell me that that didn't happen, man, because a lot of the stuff that was happening was, like, unusual stuff that we do not do, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, especially with Coach Quinn. So I, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not putting voodoo out of the picture.
0: Yeah, because we were actually pretty good as far as turnovers c- before coming into this game. Right. So all of a sudden, you know, we're losing balls left and right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, how can Maybe you? Maybe they sprinkled something in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Them boys, but before them boys got there, they sprinkled something in
2: there something, I don't know. <laughs> Tell don't you, man. Know <laughs> they got them sitting in there going, get your get you gummy or whatever. But uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, You know, and I, and I hate it was a short week, too, man. I think yeah. we could have prepared a little better. We had a little more time. So it was a short, you know, uh, week. So they had the game plan for this real quick.
2: Yeah. And you know, and Julio definitely not a hundred percent. You know that that hammy is. You know, I'm sure that's bothering him a little bit. But he's such a tough guy. You know, he's still giving it his all. But I think we we need to let him just at least rest that thing up a little bit more, so we can have him at a hundred percent. Exactly. So this this bye week to help him out a lot.
1: There ain't no question, man. That them days off will help tremendously. And I just think, you know, as an avid football fan, as much as I love to watch it, I just think those Thursday football games. Are just it's treacherous on, on the players. Yeah. You know, that quick turnaround, man, you don't even have a chance for your body to heal or do anything, man. So, it's just tough. I don't, I don't know how long they'll go with this, but, right. I mean, it's just a tough thing to do to go from a Sunday to a Thursday within your your, your physical and your mental preparation.
0: And I get an edge to the Saints because it was a quick turnaround for them, too, but they was able to stay home. You know, when you got to get on the road and get on the plane, you know, that adds a little more that that jet lag to you to, to add to the, you know any injury that you're already dealing with so a thing when you have to get on a road on a quick turnaround like that it hurts even worse
1: Indeed. yeah and it takes a day away from
2: you too yeah exactly that's, but maybe you know I, if they're gonna continue with the Thursday night football game they should it should be like the teams that are playing you know maybe they should have buys you know the team that, I don't, yeah the team
0: that's coming out of the buy you know? right you know, maybe put them on Thursday night. Now the team just played, you know, a couple of days ago. So, yeah, yeah I think you're right on that.
1: No, you you you're right. I I, I you know I don't like I said I don't know kind of what their whole situation is with it, but I, right. I, I'm, I'm hoping that they're trying to plan something better for the players' sake. I mean, man, yeah. like I said, that, us as fans, we love it to yeah. watch. We watch football every day. Yeah, um, right. But for the for the players, man. It's just tough on their bodies, and, and it really doesn't give you a shot to really, you know, game plan 100% and then go into a game at least 70%, you know, physically, ready. I mean, you're not going to go into a game 100% once you get into the season, but at least you can be above 50%. You you are not giving yourself a chance Right. coming from a Sunday right. to a Thursday. On the road. Yeah. Yeah. On the road, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But you know that so. NFL is, is it's a it's an industry, man. But you know, hopefully they'll you know, but you know, all these injuries that are potential, you know, are they're popping up more and more, especially with the younger kids and and the college kids. Oh my God! Like we just had a horrific industry, I mean, injury with uh, Nick Chubb from the uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, which was like, oh man, that looked. Yeah. I thought he yeah. was done for the season, but luckily he's not having to have any uh, surgery on his knee. But it looked awful yeah so you know yeah. yeah that didn't
1: look
2: good at all man no man it, it didn't at, at all but we're glad that he's he's, he's gonna have a, 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 a rather quick recovery but you know who's to say that he's going to be ever 100 percent you know
0: all right well he'll get he there right he'll, about get, that. he'll
2: get there yeah, indeed well all right well um uh, well should we i don't i don't think we should be worried you know about this loss like we said we all knew we weren't going to go 16 and0. And uh, but, you know, there are a lot of bandwagon fans here that are already counting them out. But mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, I don't think we should be worried. I think this was just oh, no. No, uh, uh, no. Yeah, a big learning curve, especially for Coach Quinn. And, and the way that coach Quinn has been rolling, I don't think he's going to let this ever happen again under his watch. What do you guys think? I agree. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, first of all, like you said, I don't, I don't, I don't think nobody knew that, thought that the Falcons were going to go sixteen and zero. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you you, look. The game plan going into each season is you win all your home games and you split your road games. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's that's kind of how you go into it. Okay. You you try to protect home and you win eight at home. Right. And then you split. You least split on the road and you put yourself in good you know, playoff position. Right. You know, um, but to think you're going to go undefeated and win every game, it's just, it's just not happening. Yeah. Uh, in this league. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Especially, I mean, I love the birds, but it's not, you know, we're still, we're still rebuilding, you know? So I don't, it was exciting that, you know, we won those first five games, you know, Undefeated, But it's still, at the end of the day, it's still the birds. We're still rebuilding. And we still kind of have, like, issues on the, you know, uh, offensive line that they're trying to straighten out. But uh, I think, you know, the guys, I, I think it's going to be a great season once this is over. I don't know if we're going to make the Super Bowl, but I think we're definitely going to make the playoffs.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, I think so as well. I think, you know, if you playing – you know, they're not playing their best football right now. Right. And, you know, you want to build, you know, the football, the season is broke up into quarters. Right. So, you know, you want to be playing your best your best football, you know, going into the fourth quarter. And, and, and barring that everybody remains healthy, mm-hmm. that's going to be a key factor. If everybody can remain healthy, yeah. then, yeah, it's not going to be easy for folks to come into that dome in December to try to, you know, get a playoff game in or or whatever. It's going to be hard to win down there. So I think if the guys stay healthy yeah. and they can keep building and growing and, and gelling together, mm-hmm. by the time, mm-hmm. you know, December hit, they should be hitting their stride.
0: Right, right. Hopefully everybody's nice and healthy at that time too. Yeah, definitely.
2: Well, you know, I got I a question I want to ask you, Keon. I hear a lot of people talk about the Falcons' schedule. And, you know, we had sort of the – tougher teams that we thought we were going to have a problem playing or beating earlier in the schedule. And, um, and the teams that seems like they're not doing so well that we have lined up. Seems like it could be an easy win for us. And, and a lot of people were saying, well, Fox, you guys got an eat schedule this year. So, you know, you, you should make the playoffs, but I'm like, No schedule is really easy because you never know what's going to happen on that Sunday. Do you agree when people say that we have an easy schedule or the schedule is just a schedule?
1: First of all, I don't know what an easy schedule is in the NFL. Thank you. That's number one. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Everybody is is professional. You got everybody that's getting paid. Uh, Rosters change. Coaches change. Um, you never know, but there's no way that in the, in, in the most one of the most competitive sports in the world right. that you say you got an easy schedule. I mean, look at the Raiders. Yeah, you know people always used to check them off as a victory, but you can't do that nowadays. Right? You can't do that right. today. They're right. playing great. So who do you, who? I mean, who do you claim is easy?
0: Right.
1: You, you know, it was New Orleans an easy game because their record was whatever it was before last night. Right. No, it don't matter. Each week. Right. You know, these guys get paid a lot of money to go out and perform. Right. So, no, there's it, no such thing as an
2: easy schedule in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And that drives me crazy when I hear people say that. now. just drives me crazy. Right. You know, give us our props, you know. We're doing well. We have a new coach, and, you know, just. We're, you know we're doing a good thing. And,
1: and look, you can't control it no way. You got to play who's on the schedule. We don't have no control over who who we play. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta line up and play whoever the, the lead schedule. And, and, and give it give it your best shot. You only got sixteen of them. Exactly.
2: Right. All right. Cool. Well, um, well, I think our next game, which is not this Sunday, but the following uh, Sunday, I think we're playing uh, the Titans. Speaking Mm -hmm. of some, speaking of the myth of an easy schedule, um, for we and we usually do a prediction, Keon, who we think we're going to win. We're going to roll with with the Dirty Birds or whoever they're playing. And uh, me, I'm going to tell you, I'm a homer, so I always roll with the birds. Oh uh, yeah, you know, no matter win or lose. But you know, some of our, you know, we're all different. So some of our uh, other hosts, they may go with the other team. So uh, I'm going to predict the birds going to do it. And uh, I think it's going to be not a blowout, but at least a seven-point victory. What do you think, Al?
0: Uh, I, I think they're going to bounce back off of this uh, this bye week. I think they're going to get refreshed. I think they're going to come out and you know think about the loss that just that, that just happened. So against the Saints, so I'm thinking they're going to come back on a, a bounce back week, and uh, I think they're going to take care of business uh, with, with the Titans. And again, like Keon says, no easy game, especially when you got a, a quarterback like Mariota, who can you know make things happen with his legs. So, oh, yeah. you know, you still got to focus on that type of stuff, and you know, it's not going to be easy because this guy's going to move around. So, but I think they're going to bounce back uh, when they come back and uh, take care of business with the Titans.
1: Keon, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I feel the same way. Okay. I think. You know, first of all, Mariota is a rookie quarterback. Right. I don't think that he's going to beat, you know, the Falcons. And the worst thing you can do is run up on a team that is just coming off a of bye week that has lost. Mm-hmm. Because right. now they want to come in, refresh, refocus, mm-hmm.
2: you know, mm-hmm.
1: um, and 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 wanting to get out there and redeem themselves. So, you know, I, I think the I think the Falcons will win, and I think they'll at least win by at least ten to fourteen points.
0: Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think Dan Quinn is going to preach, you know, let's get back to what we were doing at the beginning of the season, you know. Let's let's get back to, you know, the basics, you know. you know. So they do a lot of uh, – I heard they do a lot of walk Sometimes they don't even dress out, just a lot of skill practice. So I think there's going to be a lot of that going on during the uh, bye week. So they'll be back, you know, in full force.
2: All right, well, cool. Well, Keon, man, I really want to thank you, you know, man, for – for you know Coming on the show again man You know We really appreciate that Giving us your insights man And uh You know I just want to thank you again For coming on the show
1: Nah hey man Anytime man I always It's always a pleasure Coming on man Talking about you
0: know our dirty birds, man, and uh, you know anytime yeah. y'all you know want me on, man, just give me a shout. Oh, that's, that's hey, man, we definitely have you doing
2: the playoffs, man. Oh yeah, yeah, we definitely <laughs> want to want you in the playoffs, so you might as well put that on your schedule, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you, you All know right. how you know how to reach me, man.
2: I'll be yeah. there. All right, cool. And mm-hmm. uh, Keon, do you want to give uh, anything you want to put out, put out before we go? Any shout outs or are you good?
1: Well, I just, I just want to see this and I just, just to be on the lookout, man. Like I said, we're doing a, a huge event that's going to be involved around uh, Christmas where we're going to be helping some families in need. So, you know, as, the, as, as it as they draw closer and we get all the particulars, just be on the, be on the lookout for that. And, and we just hope that everybody can come out and support
2: it. All right, cool, cool. And we'll definitely put that out on our on our Twitter feed. And uh, I'm going to give a quick shout-out, too, to uh, Dirty Bird Nation, Rise Up and the Falcon reports and the Falcon gunner and the multimedia ninja for retweeting our shows. We really appreciate, appreciate that and getting the word out. And, uh, so keep doing that guys. And don't forget to check us out on what's up. Falcons.com. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud and Twitter. So, uh, all right. Well, Keon, thanks again, brother. And we will, will talk to you soon.
1: Rise up. Thanks, fellas. Y'all enjoy.
2: All right. You too. Rise up.
0: Yeah, pretty good show
2: Yeah man we did pretty good But just being both of us You know Yeah
0: so I think we took care of business
2: man Oh yeah oh yeah We took care of business And uh He said he'll come back again So maybe We're gonna make sure everybody's able to do it next time Oh man
0: he said anytime
2: Yeah man so That's cool I think he enjoyed being on the show You know
0: So time. hopefully we get to these playoffs man It's good to have him back on To talk about
2: that Oh yeah Oh yeah definitely man It was, it was definitely good And uh and and you know, you didn't have to deal with the ghost of MJ, so that was
0: good. Oh my god. It wouldn't have been a good night for MJ. It
2: wouldn't it? have been a good night for MJ at all.
0: No, nah, we have guests like that. MJ, gotta stay in the closet.
2: Yeah, you gotta sit. MJ, you listening, you better stay in the closet. I know you, I can hear him right now. I can hear him right now.
0: Rock that's
2: us Oh my <laughs> Yeah, I
0: don't think he are ready for that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we got to have him on a few more times for exposing the NBA. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: Cool. Well, Al, thanks for uh, getting on, man. I appreciate
1: it.
0: Absolutely, man.
2: All right, cool. I'll holler at you later. Peace. Peace. One, two,
0: three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that.